It's time for Tower Talks with Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast. And here is your host, Inside Towers business editor, John Celentano. Hey, everybody. We're glad you can join us for another edition of Tower Talks. This episode is sponsored by Inside Towers Intelligence, a quarterly market report that dives deep into the wireless infrastructure ecosystem. It looks at market trends, capital expenditures, relevant M&A transactions, and more. Intelligence is designed for managers, marketers, and investors. An annual subscription also includes an exclusive briefing and online support. The 2023 Volume 4 issue is available now, and we're already working on our first issue for 2024. For more information or to subscribe, uh, please visit InsideTowers.com slash intelligence. I'm joined today by a, a special guest. Uh, Jim Tracy has worked in the wireless infrastructure business for many years from the ground up, including his share of tower climbing. He was a co-founder and CEO of Legacy Telecommunications that is now part of Ontivity, where he still serves as an advisor and brand ambassador. Jim has been a big advocate for the tower climbing profession. He serves. He served as a director and chairman of the board at Nate for a number of years, and now he is very active with the Tower Family Foundation as a founder, board member, and its current president. And when he's not doing that, he's flying around in his jet, doing a lot of public speaking, and just being a family guy. Jim, it's great to see you again. Welcome to Tower Talks. Oh, John, thanks for having me on. What a pleasure and a treat to just get to sit and talk to you for a while. It's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we don't, you know, we always kind of pass by like ships in the night when, we, when we're at conferences or the like. So, yeah, I'm glad we could take a few minutes and have a, a, a little one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. But, um, yeah. Um, you know, you've been in the tower business and the infrastructure business for a long time. How'd you get started in it? You know, um, when I was a kid, I did towers, but they were electrical towers, and I built uh, I built towers across northern Minnesota through Superior mm -hmm. National Forest. and And fortunately or unfortunately, my uh, my kid came home one day and he said, "I'm going to jump in the tower business like you did, Dad." And I went out to his job site and uh, and I and I looked around and I thought this isn't any safer than we were doing it in 1977. And it right. really wasn't safe then. And, mm -hmm. and so uh, I, I stuck my spurs into him pretty good and, and kept, uh, kept on him about it. And he finally one day and said, came home and said, Hey, if you think you're so hot, let's just do it and do it ourselves. So that's the day that legacy was born. And we started wow. with two of us and uh, never looked back. No, that's awesome. Was were you working around the country, or did you work in certain areas of the country, particularly, or certain types of customer groups? Or well, like anybody who uh, starts off in the in the wireless ecosystem, we we try to find a single customer at first, and yes. our first customer was VoiceStream Wireless, and so we started out with a couple of VoiceStream builds. Two of them were really challenging, and uh, and never really turned back, and we've really expanded our our pattern of growth into serving customer needs. So you've had a chance to observe other operations, uh, other tower operations and uh, collaborate with them or compete with them, what have you. But, um, you know, in this part of the business, and we all know that it's integral to wireless, uh, you, you know, wireless doesn't work without towers, but right. what do you think we do well, Jim? You know, there's some things that you can, I mean, <laughs> hindsight is 2020, right? <laughs> and so as I look back over COVID, I look at an immediate 30% pop or increase 
in the number and the quantity, uh, the number of users and the quantity of data that yeah. our wireless ecosystem had to had to yeah. produce literally yeah. overnight. And it was kind of and it was kind of imperative that we didn't shut it down. Um, mm -hmm. But this the transition was virtually seamless and mm -hmm. nobody nobody knew or nobody experienced you know, outages that were huge or downtimes or uh, worse latency and that kind of thing. I think I think our industry shines best when we understand that the people out there in America need us. And we've done a fantastic job. Doesn't matter whether it's hurricanes, fires, uh, floods, we've seen we've seen them all. And we just step up to the plate every time. It's it's very, it's very gratifying. Well, you know, projections hold true in terms of data we're consuming and amount of usage on our mobile devices, not just our smartphones, but laptops and, and what have you. It, it, I, I, you know, it's only going to continue. And yeah. um, I, I think that bodes well for our industry at large and certainly for the, the tower crews and, and, and what they do in the field. And, and I have tremendous respect for the, the, these folks that work above ground level, <clears throat> yeah, you know, to, to give us the the best telecommunications of the world, N very few of us would go where they go, and, <laughs> and, and you've been there, so uh, I, I include you in that group. Well, I think you're really right in that there's a a, a little bit of a blip of a slowdown now that our, our industry is certainly experiencing, but it always creates opportunity because I look at it and it looks like it's cleansing the marketplace. There's mm. always better contractors out there. And if you keep stepping up to the plate, deliver a better product, people are going to find you. You know, it's interesting. We And, and we have the numbers and we publish the numbers that how it spiked up and then all of a sudden, you know, within a year came mm -hmm. back down. And uh, I, I get these questions about, well, when will it get back to normal? Well, that is normal where we are today. <laughs> you know, we, we were in a high cycle and a lot of people came into the industry to try to um, respond to that that big demand. But, it, it, you know, it was a confluence of a, a few one-time factors like C-band deployments, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, the T-Mobile um, Sprint integration, you know, yeah. and uh, and the like. And and to your point, you know, we, we have yet to see... Um, I think the influx of uh, uh, government funding, and uh, and we're certainly continuing to see the rise of usage. So, um, you know, I'm 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 been positive on this industry for a long time. But you made a good point about the fact that there have been you know newcomers into the business that have maybe hadn't been able to hold their own. So sure. Well, not only that, if you look at the cycles that we go through in wireless, opportunity is right around the corner. And mm. let's look at that glass. It ain't a quarter empty. It's three quarters full. Right. And we're blessed to be in a great industry. Yeah, no, definitely. So where do you think there are some big shortcomings, Jim? And, and where where ought the industry be focusing in terms of, you know, getting better, uh, d delivering uh, services and, uh, you know, more cost effectively and uh, and keeping us all safe? Well, you know, one of the things that comes into play, and we have this discussion when we look at mergers and acquisitions a lot. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We want to look at we want to look at companies that have the basics right. And if you think about the first basic, if you're taking care of your people, and that means safety, and if you're taking care of your people, and that means really that they they like coming to work, and if you're inspiring people to come and mm -hmm. do a great job and produce a great product for your customer, there's always going to be a role for you in wireless. And so um, if you look at, at what we're doing, um, 
currently, I'm going to go back to work cleansing. We're cleansing some of the lesser contractors out of the marketplace right now. And that's a very healthy thing. And I think it will continue. I'm I'm a little concerned because of the numbers of people that are exiting the the mm -hmm. uh, workforce right now, but but you know we've been through that rodeo too, John. Mm -hmm. It's not really. Mm -hmm. It's there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it, I thought it was interesting. I I, I, I attended a Nate Wind conference in in the fall, and uh, this there was a lot of concern about the a lot of the participants because they are smaller contractors about what was going to happen and whether they could hang on, but. You know, the, the, the underlying discussion was that, they, well, you know, you can transition to a different type of work and still stay in the business, you know? Sure. And um, I, I, are, you, are we still seeing that? Uh, is that is that a good option for a lot of players to, um, you know, take on work? When I say transitioning, I mean doing fiber on the ground, you know? Yep. Yeah, and you've seen people who have transitioned. I mean, uh, if you go back even ten years, how many people in the in the tower business, quote unquote, worked mm -hmm. out of a bucket truck, or how many mm -hmm. had mm -hmm. how many had a backhoe? We all had maybe a bobcat or a or a, 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 a some way to trench, but but now we're getting into more sophisticated equipment. You got you got people who I mean who are aging out of the climbing part of the business, and they're rolling into the bucket truck, and they're mm -hmm. rolling into learning how to to uh, to do fiber. And when we bore for fiber, we're taking better care of streets and roads. And here again, deliver a better product, bring yeah. what the customer wants, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you, you, you're actively involved in the Tower Family Foundation. Uh, explain in a little more detail its mission and role, Jim. It's a, you know, we're, we're aware that it, it, the foundation is doing some really good things, but uh, uh, you know, give us a big picture here. Yeah, well, when when we're out on job site in the tower industry in the telecommunications infrastructure industry, um, mm -hmm. and there's an incident or accident, it's usually pretty bad, mm -hmm. and. And the families that are left to deal with that are so vulnerable for that period of time between the incident and the few weeks that it takes the system to kick in. Mm -hmm. We just started saying, hey, we need to help take, of our, take care of our own and do a great job of making sure that that is, you know, we can't make it any better, but we can make it a lot less bad. Mm. And and some of the things that that the Tower Family Foundation covers is just the finances to take care of a family during that transition period where they might need they might need the breadwinner is not there um yeah. and and they might need rent or food or a car payment or whatever and we just mm -hmm. give them all the money that we can without implement or without impacting their tax bill cuz mm -hmm. we don't want to have to have them hire an accountant because we gave them a gift right yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sure. ironic, you know. They have money in, in time of need, and, and then they get taxed on it. It doesn't. Yeah. So, so our threshold is that level, and so we we come in and and we do it fast, which is another thing. When we started this off, we said, "Hey, let's make it easy to apply. Let's make it easy to have our volunteers verify that there's a real need, and then let's make it quick to get a check there." And that's mm -hmm. what really I think we've accomplished those objectives in large part in a big way. So do you have a pool of funds that you're working with? I mean, or, or adding to it, uh, uh, I would assume on an ongoing basis, but you know, where does the money come from? 
Well, in 2013, I felt like I was standing on a street corner with my hat in my hand begging for funds. <laughs> and 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 our our folks um, in the wireless industry, and these are and these are contractors, carriers, tower owners, everybody pulling together in the same rope, um, uh, punched in right away. And then, so we had a kind of a a, a a slow growth, but 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 when we became the favorite. Um, charity, if you will, of mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. of the golf tournaments and things like that, mm -hmm. all of a sudden we had to have a bigger view. And our bigger view was let's do an endowment so that this thing can last longer than we do. So we do have a pretty good pool of funds right now. And mm -hmm. because of that, we're expanding our, our uh, level of contributions to the individuals and the families. Plus mm -hmm. we're, we've uh, started a scholarship for the people who are in our industry. Well, that's awesome. Do, yeah. do the, the contracting companies, are, do, they, do they, how shall I phrase it, do they sign up to be part of the, the, the foundation and so that you know who's out there and you know who, who your, your constituents might be? Uh, I assume that would be your primary um, uh, support uh, group that you support, right? You know, um, we've done a pretty good job of just letting people know we're out there. Um, okay. But also we've got an advisory committee that is fantastic. Mm. And they, uh, and these are all volunteers, not there. Yeah. We have no paid yeah. staff. Uh, yeah. And they go out and they scour, <laughs> they scour everything to find out the people who need help. And then they're, they make certain that there's no, that there's no abuse of this system by mm -hmm. just making sure they're talking to people. And, mm -hmm. and in the, in the case of the tower industry, um, I mean, you're in the news business and you know, this news hits pretty fast and in pretty widespread. So uh, our, our job is to make sure that we're taking care of the ones that don't make the news. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been there, done that. I, 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 I just happened to land a, as a writer, you know, but um, I've, I've been out in the field and working with a lot of these folks as well. But um, uh, so, so what do you see as um, uh, some, some big picture goals that you'd like to accomplish this year with the foundation? Well, you know, I think um, one of the things that we have to do is as we transition, we we put on a scholarship committee that's pretty fantastic, mm -hmm. and and uh, one of the one of the folks, Pat Murphy, actually with Murphy Tower, has mm -hmm. taken mm -hmm. that over, and they're really running hard to make sure that we can that we can um, get applications, evaluate those applications, and there's two forms of scholarships that they're looking at. The first is need based for someone who got hurt or someone's uh, the child or the or the uh, or the dependent of someone who got hurt, and also there's there's and those are need based scholarship, and also we're putting out a merit based scholarship for people who are in our industry and want to move up in our industry. So mm -hmm. and, and as we do that, there's a lot of work that goes with it. I never I never thought that would be a tough business, but boy, it it really looks like it's a it's a big bite, and they're chewing fast. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Do you have candidates already that you're um, you're uh, evaluating? We are so proud. You know, next week is Nate Unite, and yep. and during Nate Unite, we're going to have a. They've been gracious with us to give us a little time for the scholarship. We're going to auction off the third painting of the mm. uh, of the Tower Family Foundation, and and those prints will be available also. 
But um, one of the families that is going to be present there has our first ready to graduate uh, college of nursing school, and she's going to and she's going to come with some of her family members, and we're going to introduce you to somebody who's unfortunately her father died, um, but you know she didn't have any help getting from him getting to college, but boy, mm -hmm. our industry stepped in and helped her out with her college tuition, and so. That's a big deal. I mean, That's it shows awesome. that we've matured a little bit, and mm -hmm. but it also shows that we've kept the main thing the main thing. Yeah, that that's really awesome. And uh, just as we wrap up, th this has been great, Jim. I really appreciate your your insights here. But um, how can interested parties find out more about uh, the Tower Family Foundation initiatives and and activities, and and maybe you know even even contribute if they'd like to. The best way is to go, obviously, and do a little education on mm -hmm. TowerFamilyFoundation.org. Um, okay. and, uh, and, and one of the things that comes up, we have always said that transparency fosters credibility. And so 97 cents on the dollar out of every dollar goes from the donor's pockets directly to the families. And we're hmm. really proud of that. And as we grow and as we start to take good care of other people's money, we're going to have to continue to be good stewards. And um, and as we go forward also, it's going to be really imperative that we continue. We've got a gold, uh, we've got a, a gold star of transparency from Candid, the folks that evaluate charities. And yeah. we're pretty proud of that. We're going to continue in that as well. That is really awesome. I, I wasn't aware of that. That's something yeah. to, to trumpet for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, good. Well, Jim, this has been great. We um, we, we appreciate your time. Um, and thank you to everyone for joining in today. Uh, this concludes this episode of Tower Talks. Stay tuned for uh, an upcoming uh, session uh, uh, in the near future. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.